This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Startup Clinic. And I'm delighted to say we have two guests in the studio who are working hard in terms of innovation and entrepreneur. I'm going to start with Miss Helen. Helen Al-Uzizi is the Entrepreneurship, Innovation and Environmentalism Director Administration at Gems World Academy Dubai. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And you brought one of your students along with you today. Absolutely, Alexander. We have Alexander Gareb, who's in the eighth grade at Gems World Academy. So, Alexander, I had to, you know, forgive my ignorance because I wasn't quite sure how old that made you. I don't know grades because I, I come from a different school system. So how old are you, first of all? So I am 14 years old. Amazing. And you're coming on the radio. You're working really hard. And I guess we brought you here today. Um, the fact that your job exists, Helen, is a big thing already. The fact that Neil and I were discussing this, um, you know, entrepreneurship, innovation and environmentalism director at school. I mean, Neil, when I went to school, you had head of English, head of math. Exactly. Head of yeah. Kudos to Jams yeah. for that. That's fantastic. So, so t- Helen, first of all, you know, tell us about your role at the school. So GEMS Education actually established five centres of excellence, each in a different area that they believe uh, will change the face of education. One of them is entrepreneurship. And so GWA is the centre of excellence for entrepreneurship, which basically is a hub that will handhold and support students on their entrepreneurial journey, no matter how young they are. Um, And my job is to bridge the gap between kind of the regular school system, but also trying to integrate entrepreneurship, innovation and social impact or environmentalism into the everyday lives of these students. And, and you have something called the hub. It's the Centre of Excellence yes. for Entrepreneurship. And I said a little earlier, it's a first of its kind. And that's no understatement, is it? It's something that you guys are doing that's very, very different. Absolutely. I, I don't know of any other school that has something of that uh, calibre. The idea is to um, help students actually establish their businesses. So everything from mentorship to coaching to even uh, setting up a fund to be able to invest in students' ideas and really be able to take them through that journey. So Helen, I see that before you were doing this, you had very prominent roles in Audi and Porsche and Royal Jordanian, et cetera, et cetera. So you've gone bang from from a, a lovely corporate existence with all the benefits that that has to teaching people about entrepreneurship. Um, one of the things that I find really helps is real life experience, is actually doing it rather than just learning in practice. So what does GEMS do to facilitate that? For example, internship uh, partnerships. Yeah, so we've established partnerships with quite a few organizations uh, including the top VCs, uh, universities like the American University of Dubai. And um, we've got 40 odd parents that have offered internships to students so that they can go in and work with, um, you know, in real life entrepreneurial ventures, not just corporate sector uh, kind of internships. And um, they do a lot of, I mean, on a GEMS education scale, um, there are a lot of internal competitions. Uh, the students are given access to literally anything they really want and need to be able to experience it firsthand. Now, Alexander, I'd like to bring you in here. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about how amazing it is that y- your school is doing this, but I want to know what it's like for you. What's it like taking part and, and, and being part of the hub and being part of a school where innovation and entrepreneurship is championed? I think it's absolutely fantastic that the school offers something like this that almost no other school does. Um, The project actually strips away from the 
uh, core functions of the school. So, for example, math, science, and English. For three days, those would be completely stripped, and you'd be focusing on entrepreneurship and uh, STEM-related activities. And you'd be setting up your own company, presenting, making your brand identity, everything in those three days. And it's and, really fun. And you really enjoy this. I can tell by looking at your face. I can tell by the way you're talking about it. It's something that's got you really engaged and motivated at school. Would you say people your age now are looking at um, being entrepreneurs and being innovative? Is that something that is just sort of second nature now? I, I would say so. Obviously, it's entirely up to the, the person who wants to approach entrepreneurship, but it's definitely a, a job opportunity for uh, my generation. Yeah, I, I mean, Neil and I were saying when I went to school, you could be a doctor, you could be a lawyer, you could be a teacher. You know, there were quite specific career paths that you could take. And the idea, as you said, Neil, of being an entrepreneur would be most likely if you had a family or friend or someone that had done it, that would be your eye opener to it being a possible career. Yeah, I'm interested, Alexander, have your parents uh, been entrepreneurs or is this something that you're starting? So my mom uh, was sort of an entrepreneur in herself. I, growing up in Dubai, there isn't a a very strong language community. So she set up language classes for myself and a couple of other students. And then that grew to be one of the biggest language institutes in Dubai. And then she joined. So she's not just a little bit of an entrepreneur. She's pretty (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Yeah, she is. Uh, And then after the institute was set up, she joined GEMS to provide over uh, 14 languages for GWA. And we've become a certified uh, Dele Spanish testing center. Amazing. Amazing. Shout out to your mom, Alexander. Um, Tell me why it's been good for you. So I can tell that you're really engaged. And obviously, Helen, this is the ideal uh, response from a student to be passionate about school, enjoy doing it. And Alexander's gone so far as to enter competitions outside of of the program in school, which I think is incredible. So Alexander, tell me why it's been good for you. Tell me what you've got out of doing this. So personally, I want to be an actor and an MC in the future. Okay. uh, this thing opened, uh, the entrepreneurship uh, center opens up so many more opportunities. For example, in two years' time, I might not want to pursue that career, and I might want to switch to entrepreneurship. And this, uh, the hub and the center of excellence for entrepreneurship prepares me for that, which is uh, truly incredible and something I really appreciate that the school provides. One of the things that you sort of mentioned was the fact that, yes, there are lots of students like Alexander who are interested in you know, becoming entrepreneurs, but there's also an idea of looking at people who you just want to give that entrepreneurial mindset. So just uh, one thing, it's not just a few days where students have access to the Entrepreneurship Center. It's uh, integrated into the curriculum. Um, yes, and we're working on uh, developing it throughout from K to 12. But they get three days off their normal curriculum yeah, to focus exclusively. Yeah, yeah, that's what but, I was trying to say. Yeah, And they, we also have um, every other week, they also work on um, EIE within the school. Um, the entrepreneurial mindset is something that is absolutely necessary. And because kids are going through a constantly changing world and whether they decide to be lawyers or doctors or um, I mean, any of the traditional uh, paths, they need to have an entrepreneurial mindset, which is a mindset of innovation. And that's what we're working to instill in these students. And one of the things that uh, we associate with the entrepreneurial mindset are things like flexibility, resilience, creativity, grit. Uh, collaboration, being nimble. And that's the kind of uh, that's the kind of work that we're doing within the curriculum on a daily basis from all within all the grades. And um, the entrepreneurial mindset is necessary because if you go into any classroom today, 65 percent of the students will create will be in jobs that don't exist today. And they need to be able to create those job opportunities, especially in this region where we have over 28 percent youth unemployment. 
So these are the kind of numbers and statistics that show us that entrepreneurship is a critical and the entrepreneurial mi mindset is a critical pathway that we need to um, we need to kind of really work on within students. And I think uh, people in corporate jobs interviewing are, even though they're interviewing not for an entrepreneurship position, they're going to be impressed by the fact that you've taken your initiative, that you've done a CSR program, that you, you know, so that's going to yeah. work on both sides. You don't just have to be wanting to become an entrepreneur, you're going to be an MC. I know, acting and MC. So getting up and making those pitches and, and talking to people and thinking about your brand is all something that are transferable skills for you, Alexander. Um, tell us a little bit about um, this competition. You're a finalist in a social on enterprise project competition. So tell us a little bit about that, please. So the project itself spanned over three days, as we've mentioned before, and it's a group of seven people, and it's completely based off of real-life companies. So you'll have a CEO... Uh, vice President Design, Vice, Pre uh, vice President Marketing, uh, all of the various positions, and then those would be dedicated to the person who's responsible for them. And so uh, we, uh, my team developed a product, which is a tablet that has educational apps pre-downloaded offline, and uh, you don't need Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, any connections. So even if you're in a third world country with uh, not access to Wi-Fi, you can still study and uh, get your education. So this would work in all kinds of places, like you said, not, not necessary to have Wi-Fi, not necessary um, to use data. It's something that's preloaded. Um, do you think, do you see sort of using things like tablets as, as probably the way that things will go in terms of education? Was that one of the reasons you chose to use a tablet? So the thing we liked about the tablet is unlike books, you don't need like six dedicated books for one subject. So the tablet has everything in one. We have a 64 gigabyte memory uh, SSD, which has all of the apps pre-downloaded. So we, we're thinking of having Duolingo pre-downloaded, but that's all dependent. And there are thousands of uh, other educational apps which are uh, non-funded and we can download uh, on the SSD and provide to the uh, uh, iPad, which to the tablet, which um, has solar panel charging. So even if you don't have electricity, you can still charge the tablet and use it at your pleasure. Uh, so it's it's a really inclusive. We we try to approach all of the aspects that uh, third world countries have. Okay, that's pretty that's a pretty cool idea, and I think it's interesting you were talking about your team. So how do you guys decide who's on your team? How do you select you know what you're all going to do? Because I think that's a very real world problem. You know, getting that team together for your company, your business, your idea is almost as important as Neil said as the idea. So thankfully, my group was we were very. Uh, voiceful in our in our words and and we we didn't really mess around over who wants to be top uh but at the end of the day we had to dedicate those positions and uh we decided that whoever had the uh, the idea would be the ceo and then whoever so uh, who was, you were the ceo yes of course naturally well, we didn't argue about who was the ceo the person with the idea was the ceo and the person who came up with the idea came up with the idea that they would be the ceo i like it <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. And I mean, as a team, was it really fun for you guys to work together? Absolutely. To have three days off science and maths was a was a, <laughs> a joy. A joy, a great joy. <laughs> I love it. And you've been listening to some of our pitches so far. Um, do you, what do you think of the idea of pitching in 30 seconds? Do you feel like um, it's a good challenge? Because you guys are obviously asked to do, um, you know, you're obviously asked to do presentations. Do you think, you know, how do you feel for our people entering the competitions? You know, pitching in 30 seconds is quite tough. So I, I oh, in our school, we had a three minute pitch, which is very, uh, 
thankful. We're very thankful for that. But I think 30 seconds to summarize your entire business is remarkable. If you can do that and come on live and to thousands or hundreds of listeners, it's it, it's really good. Okay, that's all we've got time for um, with you both, unfortunately. Really interesting conversation and would have loved to spend a little bit more time. But big thank you. Last voice we heard there, Alexander Goryeb, who's eighth grade at Gems World Academy. Alexander, thank you so much for coming in. And I think you'll have no issues becoming an MC or an actor. You're very confident, very clear to understand. So best of luck for you. you. And big thank you also to Helen Alizazi, who's Entrepreneurship, Innovation and Environmentalism Director at Gems World Academy. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.